0: for joining us last week on Medical Musings. Today, I will be your host, Megan Whitling,
1: and I'm joined by my co-host, Ann Johnson. We are going to dive into yet another fascinating topic, rare diseases and how an organization called NORD, or the National Organization for Rare Disorders, is advocating for them. First,
0: let's jump into a little overview and the history of the organization. Sounds awesome, Megan. I can't wait to learn more. So, NORD is a patient advocacy organization that is dedicated to individuals with rare diseases and the organizations that serve them. NORD has more than 260 patient organization members, and they're committed to the identification, treatment, and cure of rare disorders through programs of education, advocacy, research, and patient services. Wow,
1: that's really interesting.
0: Yeah, it really is. They work for rare disease awareness and treatment in a few different ways. So they have a policy team that works with policymakers on Capitol Hill, even locally, to help inform policies that reflect the needs of rare disease patients. And then they also provide patient and professional education and awareness of rare diseases They have patient assistant programs for things like free drugs and copay and premium assistance, travel and lodging assistance for clinical trials. They also have mentorship for patient organizations, as well as research support and disease-specific registries. And then they also even have international partnerships. There's a European organization for rare diseases and a Japanese patient association that works with rare diseases as well. So they help to represent the U.S. on both rare diseases international um,
1: and with different committees. Who knew that one organization could do so many things? How did they get started with tackling this issue of rare diseases? I know, it's really awesome
0: that they're able to provide a voice for those with rare diseases. There wasn't a lot of support, actually, or advocacy for these diseases for many years, and many patients had to deal with medical issues alone without even knowing anyone else with their disease. There was also an issue since drug development is very expensive, and it's not always financially incentivizing to develop treatments for rare diseases and disorders. Because of these issues, a small group of patient advocates formed a coalition to unify this community and mobilize support to pass what's called the Orphan Drug Act. So in 1983, the coalition became NORD, um, as we called the National Organization for Rare Disorders. And for more than 30 years, they've been leading the way in voicing the needs of the rare disease community, driving supportive policies, advancing medical research, and providing patient and family services for those who need them most.
1: That's really cool. What is this Orphan Drug Act? That's a really interesting point about the financial incentives behind drug development. How do they help solve this issue?
0: Yeah, we don't always think about that, that aspect of medicine, but creating a drug and treatment is a super expensive process. And so with smaller patient populations, meaning less people who will be able to buy and use the drug, there's both less research and less incentive to develop therapies and treatment for those with rare diseases and disorders. That is what started NORD initially. The FDA and the NIH recognized the need for more resources to be allocated to drugs of limited commercial value all the way back in 1979, and this led to leaders of rare disease and patient organizations to form a coalition to provide advocacy together on behalf of legislation to encourage the development of treatments with people, for people with rare diseases. So only 10 new drugs had been developed before this in the pharmaceutical industry for rare diseases, and so this was a huge issue. After rare disease patient advocates mobilized support for the Orphan Drug Act, which had been sidelined in Congress, it was approved by the House and Senate in 1982 and signed um, in 1983. Those same patient leaders then established NORD to continue their collaboration, realizing that alone we are rare, but together we are strong.
1: I can't believe that there were only 10 drugs developed for rare diseases before the Orphan Drug Act was passed. That's crazy. That's why it's important for minority groups to be able to find their voice and have advocacy groups. Sometimes people don't even know that an issue exists until groups like NORD are able to advocate for them and provide that perspective, I guess.
0: For sure. NORD has been able to provide advocacy and awareness for these rare diseases, and without their continued voice, there would likely be a lot less drugs being developed for rare diseases. They even recently have supported amendments to this Orphan Drug Act to define the rare disease as any disease affecting fewer than 200,000 Americans, or a disease with a higher prevalence but for which there is no reasonable expectation that a therapy would cover the cost of development. So now we have more treatments being developed for these diseases, and I love that they have a research program, too, that actually provides grants for the study of disease with limited or no other source of funding. Have they helped pass any legislation since then? They sure have. Actually, the Rare Diseases Act, advocated by NORD, helps to enhance federal funding for rare disease research and accelerate the development of treatments. That was passed in 2000. So as you can see, too, this has been an issue for a long time, but it's only
1: been the past 20 to 30 years that we've really begun to address it. That's really interesting, Megan. So, does NORD work with a lot of other organizations, or do they fly solo? Great question. They actually have a ton of partnerships and even helped to start an annual meeting
0: called ICORD, or the International Council on Rare Diseases and Orphan Products, with representatives from the NIH, FDA, NORD, as well as even some international partners that I mentioned earlier, and they all discuss rare diseases internationally. As of 2007, the NIH is also dedicated to the treatment of rare diseases and established the Rare Diseases Clinical Research Network that has over $55 million in funding for rare disease research. This was made possible by the Rare Diseases Act, advocated by NORD, and through the leadership of the NIH Office of Rare Disease Research.
1: I love that international discussion is occurring about rare diseases, and I never knew that the NIH even had a rare diseases clinical research network. How cool.
0: Right? It has really raised awareness and opened up an important discussion. Speaking of awareness for the issue, one really cool event Nord puts on every year is Rare Disease Day. It occurs on the last day of February each year. I'll put the link to the Rare Disease Day on our podcast website, but definitely check it out.
1: It's super cool. I'll have to participate next February. That's awesome. I am curious, though. Where does Nord get all of its funding from to host these kinds of events? Oh, yeah.
0: So, Nord is actually a nonprofit organization. So, they rely upon the donations of individuals to maintain its programs and services and to fulfill its mission of improving the lives of all people affected by rare diseases. So, for example, some specific sources of funding include administrative fees and grants for patient assistance programs, foundation and corporate grants, individual and organizational membership dues, an annual gala, as well as philanthropic contributions from individuals, organizations, and companies. In fact, They also have all of their annual reports on their website that you can check out, and all of their funds are used to support those wide range of programs
1: that I mentioned earlier. That's awesome. We have talked about nonprofits and philanthropy some in our Health, Genes, and Society course. Actually, when you mentioned the disease registries earlier, that reminded me a lot of this website called Patients Like Me that our course also covered. Could you tell me a little bit more about the disease registry by NORD?
0: Oh, yeah. I love learning about patients like me and how they try to connect individuals with similar conditions. NORD's rare disease database is similar in that it provides information about a lot of rare diseases. So it provides brief introductions for patients and their families to more than 1,200 rare diseases. Now, you should know this isn't comprehensive since there are actually nearly 7,000 diseases considered rare in the United States. The information, though, is all supported and developed by medical advisors, so it isn't self-reported by patients, and they add new topics with the help of rare disease medical experts. NORD is also not the only rare disease database, too. NIH has the most complete database of rare diseases in the U.S. with the Genetic and Rare Diseases
1: Information Center called GARD. Oh, that's really cool. We'll also put that link in both this database of this database and on our website if people want to look more into it.
0: Yeah, now that you guys know all about NORD, feel free to explore the organization even more. I subscribe to their email newsletters, and feel free to share with your friends and support this awesome organization. Well, that wraps up today's
1: episode of Medical Medical Musings.
0: Musings! See you next time!